What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimley, and you are tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I want to talk about an unpopular belief that I have about stress, about lowering stress, and what you can do to set yourself up to be ultimately stress-free, if that's even really a thing. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Nexus Podcast, where I jump into a conversation about why I think lowering stress is complete BS. Enjoy. Just like every single one of you, I get massive amounts of online advertising through Instagram, through Facebook, you name it. There are coffees and there are teas and there are mushroom coffees and there are supplements and there are vagus nerve stimulating devices. There's like all these advertisements that I see all the time and they claim often that they can reduce your stress. Now this leads me into an interesting conversation because as I think about reducing stress, I would actually create the argument that it is impossible to reduce your stress. Now, this may be unpopular opinion, but I'm going to share with you why I think that, and I'm going to give you some practical advice on what you can actually do to help your body with stress. Uh, Notice that I didn't use the words reduce because I don't think we can reduce. So here's what's interesting. All of these supplements, all these advertisements, all these things I've been seeing over the course of the last few weeks, months, I've really been thinking about it over the course of like the last week. Nonetheless, what I see is that they claim to, hey, take this pill or hey, do this thing and it will allow you to reduce your stress. But the problem with that is that the stress is something external to the body and it's the way your body perceives its environment that is the stress. So unless you're going to lock yourself into some kind of sensory deprivation unit for the rest of your life, you are constantly going to be bombarded with stress. Johns Hopkins University in 2017 or 2018, I can't remember which one it was, came out and said they had a health symposium and this is what they said. You and I will experience more stress in 30 days than our grandparents will in an entire lifetime. Now think about this for a second. This is like critical to understand and critical to take note of as we have the rest of our conversation. You and I, you sitting here today in the next 30 days, you and I both, will have more stress than our grandparents did in their entire lifetime. That's in 30 days. And so the question then becomes is like, why is this the case? Well, I can give you a number of reasons. One, there's more pollution in the air. Two, we're looking at blue light on screens all day long. And even if you wear blue light blocking glasses, like yes, it blocks out some of it, but the light doesn't just travel from one direction. It travels from all directions. So if you have overhead light and you're wearing blue light blocking glasses, you're still getting some of that blue light. There's like you know, all these things that I hear and see and there's blue light and there's toxins in the air and there's toxins in our food and there's the thoughts that we think. And like most people don't even realize that the thoughts that we think trigger a stress response in our bodies. And I'm going to take this one step further. And yes, this is going to be about a conversation about chiropractic care as well. But a piece of this is think about it from this perspective is that when your body has a stress response, and you don't fight or run away like you were designed to when that stress response comes, your brain triggers the joints of the spine to stop moving well and creates what is called a subcortical stress response, meaning that your body 
without you feeling it is dripping stress hormones into your system. And so people talk all of this like, oh, we're going to reduce your stress. We're going to reduce your stress. We're going to reduce your stress. We're going to help reduce stress. We're going to help this reduces stress and this reduces stress. It's like, it doesn't reduce stress. Like meditation didn't reduce the fact that somebody cut me off in traffic. Meditation didn't reduce the fact that my daughter's been a wild child all day today. Like meditation didn't reduce the fact that my wife made me upset two days ago and I'm still thinking about it and it still kind of gets me fired up and still angry. Like nothing can make that go away. What you can do are some things to allow your body to adapt to the stresses that you already have differently. And this is key is like stress is just an experience. That's all it is. The physiological response is what lowers your experience of stress. And so this is where we get into an interesting conversation. The conversation looks like this is that, like I said, stress is an external experience. It's that your body, your brain perceives something from the outside world as stressful. Well, that's interesting because your brain can perceive many different things. This is why sometimes when you have conversation with someone, they're looking at something from one perspective. You're looking at a totally different perspective, but you're looking at the exact same thing. Like this happens with optical illusions. There's a bunch of places where our perception of reality can be altered. And it can get altered very easily by our body's physiological stress response because of the way the stress hormones affect the prefrontal cortex and other parts of the brain. And so what I'm telling you is this, is that stress is just an experience. It's just a perception. And unless you're willing to change the perception that your body has of stress, everything external, the supplements, the potions, the pills, the whatever people are trying to sell you to help you quote unquote, lower your stress in my opinion, is all complete BS because we're not actually lowering the stress. What we're trying to do is change our body's physiological response to it. But here's where it gets interesting. And this is what we know through the science, through the neuroscience. It's a neurobiologist, Roger Sperry in the 1980s, won a Nobel Prize for finding this. This is key, that 90% of the nutrition and stimulation to the brain comes from properly moving joints of the spine. What does this mean? Well, it has a huge implication Four, when we experience stress, you've heard the stress side of the nervous system called the sympathetic branch of the nervous system. I like to call it the fight or flight or the stress branch of the nervous system. That branch of our central nervous system is responsible for getting us to do one of two things, and that is get up and fight and then or run away. Both fighting and flighting, both fighting and running away, require lots of movement. So this is what happens, is we experience all these stresses on a day-to-day basis. People cut us off in traffic. We're eating bad food. We have pollution from the air. We have not enough sunshine. We have the stress of work. We have sitting at a computer all day. We have poor posture. We go to our gym and we beat our bodies up, which is also a stress. Most people don't look at working out as a stress, but you're literally breaking your down muscle tissue to build up new healthy muscle tissue. It is a stress. It is a physiological stress on the body. And so with this, it's so interesting because as we have this stress response, the brain says, I want you to get up and fight or run away. But like 99% of the time, except for that one hour a day when we're at the gym, we're not fighting and we're not running away. And so the brain goes into a protective state that says, hey, you're not fighting or running away like I'm releasing hormones to get you to do. So I'm going to go into a protective subcortical stress state. I'm going to lock down joints of the spine to try and protect you just in case you do get attacked by something. And I'm going to let those stress hormones drip and leak into your system until I feel like it's safe to shut them off. Now, here's the key. 
90%, what I say, 90% of the nutrition and stimulation to the brain comes from properly moving joints of the spine. In a subcortical stressed out state, joints of the spine stop moving well and stop feeding stimulation and nutrition to the brain. When this happens, the stress hormones start to act on the frontal cortex of the brain, changing our perception of reality, meaning we experience the world more stressful, more fearful, more dangerous, uh, more risky, like all of the things that would be negative for us to be in a successful state. And so again, this is what I'm telling you is that if you don't address from a physiological perspective, the brain, when we are looking at quote unquote, reducing stress, which I would argue that can never be reduced, then we're completely missing the boat. And we're trying to put a band aid on something that can't ever be fixed in that fashion. It's like, are we addressing the cause? or Are we addressing a symptom? And a symptom is not the cause. A symptom has never been a cause. The symptom of why someone has anxiety is because their stress hormones are causing their body to feel that way and they're causing the brain to perceive the world in a very specific way. Through chiropractic care, because literally what we're doing is physiologically moving the joints of the spine, allowing the prefrontal cortex to be stimulated in a way where the brain says, ah, we're moving again. We don't need to release those stress hormones. So here's what's interesting is that if you and I were cavemen and women, then like if a bear or lion's attacking us in the woods, we need to get up and fight or run away. It's a really good thing. And we would have to get up and fight or run away. The problem is, is that we don't have those same stresses. We're not cavemen and women now. And so every time we have this physiological stress response, that fight or flight response, our bodies are designed to get up and move and except for we don't. And when we don't, the brain gets confused and it says, hey, I'm going to stay in a stressed out state until I feel like it's safe to move. This is why we get uncommon results with the people we take care of inside of our office, because we understand this deeply is that when we get the joints of the spine moving in the correct order, in the correct pattern in the correct side of the body that needs to be adjusted what we find is that their body says ah let's go back into the rest and digest let's go back into the healing state this turns off anxiety this turns off depression this turns on digestion it gives more energy it increases mood it increases strength it increases coordination it increases balance it increases somebody's ability to be present productive and profitable in all aspects of their life so this is where i'm going with this is that what i would argue is that you shouldn't actually want to take your stress away. Like, I don't know anybody I've ever met in my life who actually wants their stress to go away. Because if it's anything like I live, I wanna be able to take on more. I wanna be able to lift more weight in the gym, I want to be able to push myself harder on the Peloton. I want to be able to see more clients inside of my office. I want to be able to deal with and handle the stresses that more money has. I want to be able to have nicer cars and have more kids. And like all of these things are more stress. Like, yes, it gets more stressful as time goes on. As things get bigger, it gets more difficult. There's more bandwidth that's taken up inside of your brain. And the likelihood of you having those fight or flight moments is going to be increased. And what we're doing is not taking that stress away. If we take the stress away, then we're allowing people to shrink and contract. What we are all about at Nexus, what I am all about as a father, as a husband, is allowing people to increase their ability to adapt to the stress that we throw at it so that they can be more, do more, and have more. Like plain and simple, be more, do more, and have more. And you can only do it if your body's capacity to deal with the stress that is thrown at it grows faster than the stress that you're actually throwing at it. So this is how I like to look at this, is that imagine that right now, wherever you are sitting, your body has a bucket. And there's a bucket for stress inside of your system. And as that bucket starts to fill up, 
depending on how quickly it drains, eventually it will overflow if we throw too much at it. And that's when we see symptoms. That's when we see back pain. That's when we see skin issues. That's when we see headaches. That's when we see loss of energy. That's when we see lack of testosterone. That's when we see imbalanced hormones. That's when we see any symptom that you could possibly think of. And trust me, I've seen them all. The symptoms are just a result of the stress response because the body can't effectively deal with the stress that's thrown at it. So what we do, remember what I said, 90% of nutrition and stimulation comes from properly moving joints of the spine. So every time we're moving the joints of the spine with the chiropractic adjustment, literally what we're doing is starting to grow the brain's capacity to deal with more stress. And this is not a one-shot done deal. This is why I don't see people for just one adjustment. This is why I don't see people just for back pain. Is because chiropractic care is so much more than just getting out of pain. It's literally growing the bucket that people have to allow to deal, allow them to take on more and deal with more stress and never have the overflow. This is why my daughter will be adjusted for the rest of her life and why she was adjusted at 20 minutes old. Like I only wish that every single family in the world could have that. I only wish that every single family on every single continent had access to what we have allowed our daughter to have access to in so many families here in Orange County, because we know that what we're doing is we're growing the bucket to be able to adapt to the stresses of our life. Remember what I said in the beginning, you and I experienced more stress in 30 days than our grandparents did in an entire lifetime. Do you think that's going to go away for our kids? No, like that's a perfect case for why kids should get adjusted. No other reason is because if we grow the bucket to deal with stress, we can take on more and never experience symptoms. If we grow the bucket to deal with stress, we can take on more stress and never have to worry about the backlash symptoms on the back end of what happens during a stress response. We have increased heart rate, increased blood pressure, increased blood sugar levels, increased heart rate, increased blood pressure. That, guess what that leads to long-term? Uh, that would be hypertension and cardiovascular disease. If we go one step further, increases blood sugar, increases insulin resistance, long-term, guess what that leads to if we don't deal with the stress response and if we don't deal with our body's capacity to deal with stress? That leads to insulin resistance, which is type 2 diabetes eventually. Now, I see it happen with people all the time inside of our office. It's a stress thing. It's nothing else other than that. Yes, they're eating bad food, but that's only a piece of it. The nervous system is a huge controller of the physiology of the blood and the chemistry in the first place. And so if we continue down this, what do we have? We have increased cholesterol levels. We have increased LDL, which is our bad fat in the system. And it does this because we want that fat in the system to be able to, one, produce more healing and clotting factors if we need them in the time that we get attacked. But it also, if we're chronically stressed out, that sugar in the bloodstream makes our blood more acidic and so it more likely to harden up, again, going back to cardiovascular disease and vascular disease. And so like all of these things, and the list could go on and on and on. One of the things the stress hormones do is they act on a part of the brain that actually turns up the volume on in- increased anxiety, fear, and depression. It shuts off the digestive system, meaning that your body's going to have more difficulty producing serotonin, which leads to depression in the first place. It leads to poor digestion. It leads to leaky gut. There's like, this is the cause. Stress stuck on in the nervous system is the cause of every single ailment that you could possibly think of. Cancer, question mark. Yes, I have a study published that I did myself working with a client or with a student at the time when I was in Life University. This girl had complete remission of stage four cancer because of chiropractic care. Why? Because when we started adjusting her, her body re-regulated how much sugar was going into the bloodstream and was able to wall off this tumor that was growing out of control. Guess what feeds cancer cells? Sugar. Like there's all of these pieces. When we look at the physiological stress response, like every big killer, and I'm leaving pieces out, every big killer of people in the United States comes back directly to the stress response in some way. And we're never going to take away our stress. 
what we can do is allow our body a different capability, a different capacity to deal with it. And this is what we're all about in our office at Nexus is growing the bucket. This is why we see people who struggle thrive. This is why we see people in so much pain get out of pain and thrive. This is why I see people quit their jobs that they were unhappy in and go do something that they're passionate about. This is why I see people break off relationships with people that were toxic to them and go get into happier, healthier relationships. This is why I see people make more money. This is why I see people have better relationships. This is why I see people get closer to God. This is why I see people chase their passion. This is why I see people change more lives. This is why I see people so happy and fulfilled inside of their lives through chiropractic care. It's not because I'm a magical doctor. It's because I understand the physiology enough and I understand the brain enough and I understand the nervous system enough to know that there's nothing I could ever do to take your stress away. Anybody else who's telling you that they take your stress away is lying. You can't take your stress away unless you're going to go sit in sensory deprivation for the rest of your life, which doesn't sound like a very fulfilling life to me. Going out, enjoying your life, pushing your body, experiencing all that there is to experience, drinking alcohol when you want to, eating bad food when you want to. I'm not saying do it all the time, but allow your nervous system, the capability, the capacity to be able to deal with that stuff. And you can't do it through a supplement. You can't do it through a pill. You can't do it through a potion. You can't do it through a lotion. You can't do it just through meditation alone. Meditation is great. I meditate every single day, but it takes more than that. It takes movement of the joints of the spine to stimulate the brain in a very specific way so that the brain can take your body out of a physiological stress state. And so that your body can start to heal naturally the way God intended it to without a bunch of external stuff that you need to be dependent on for the rest of your life. This, my friends, is the most like powerful conversation that I could possibly have with you. Like people have been say that working out can lower your stress. Well, I'm here to tell you that working out is a stress. Like every step and jump that you take is literally putting tiny little micro fractures into your bone. So your osteoclast can come in and break down that new bone or old bone that's broken up and then building up new bone via these little cells called osteoblasts, which build new bone. And like, there's a whole process involved, except for I'll go one step further with that one is that if you're in the gym all the time and you don't have, and you have no idea whether stress is stuck on in your system or not, likely what you're doing is breaking down bone because you're putting stress on your bone, but in a stressed out state, here's what happens because there's sugar in the bloodstream, sugar in the bloodstream makes the blood more acidic. So the brain's like, well, if we have more acidic blood, then we need to buffer the acid in the blood. So let's take calcium out of the bone. We're actually going to put it in the bloodstream to buffer that acid. So then we start pulling calcium from the bone. And it leads to these bone issues down the line. This is why I see people with shin splints. This is why I see people with elbow injuries and shoulder injuries and knee injuries and ankle injuries and back injuries and like all these things. And they have no explanation for it. The orthopedist has no explanation for it. It's because their body's chronically physiologically stressed out. And even though they're working out, it's not taking stress away from their lives. It's not turning off stress inside of the nervous system. It's not changing the perception of stress that their brain has. Like supplements can't lower your stress. Working out can't lower your stress. Those things arguably are stressors. They're stressors to the system. There's a concept in almost every physical healing modality that is taught, and it's called specific adaptation to increase demand, where the body will adapt to what kind of demand we put it under. So imagine... If you're chronically putting your body in a stressed out state and trying band-aid, masking tape, duct tape solutions like supplements 
and like pills and potions and rub-ons and lotions and stickers that you stick on your body to try to make your pain go away and kinesio tape. I have no problem with any of these things, but I'm saying if you're looking to fix the problem, you're not going to fix it through any of these things because the one thing that God gave us that allows our connection to life is our nervous system. And if you don't address your nervous system, your specific connection to life, you will never be able to express life the way you want to because you'll be stuck physiologically stressed out, subcortically stressed out, wreaking havoc on your system that you don't even know is there, trying supplements that can't be digested. Like I've seen this so many times with people that I take care of, $1,000 worth of supplements that someone else prescribed to him. They stop taking all of them. They come to me for three months and they have huge breakthroughs that they've never had in their life. How is that possible? It's not because I'm a magical doctor. It's because I understand the nervous system. When we understand that when we adjust the joints of the spine in a very specific way, the way that we do inside of our office, it is undeniable the results that people will get. Off of depression meds, off of anxiety meds, off of Synthroid, off of medications, off of painkillers. Like All of these things happen not because some magical magnesium is going to take their stress away. The only way to take your stress away is to address your body internally. And the only way that you're ever going to address it internally is if you start with the nervous system, with the brain, with the spinal cord, with the way the joints of the spine are feeding information to that brain. This, my friends, is the most powerful, most impactful message that I could possibly share with you and have you understand is that lowering your stress is complete BS. Finding ways to actually be able to take on more is what's going to allow you the capacity to live the life that you want to live. So my question for you is this. One, have you had your nervous system checked? When was the last time you had it checked? Did someone show you exactly where stress was stuck on in your system or off in your system? And did they explain it in this capacity to you? If you have questions, I would love to answer them. You can reach out to us on Instagram. You can email us. If you've got some value out of this episode, I'm going to ask that you do one of two things. One, please leave a rating. Two, leave a review. And three, share this up with somebody who needs to hear it. This is how we get this powerful, impactful message into the hands of more people because I'm telling you, I am on a mission to change the world with this message to start telling people people the truth. I'm tired of sick. I'm sick and tired of seeing kids suffer. I'm sick and tired of seeing families suffer. I'm sick and tired of seeing adults suffer their entire lives being lied to when there actually are solutions, except for somebody wants to keep them stuck and keep them prisoner and keep them a slave to these beliefs about what it actually means to be in stress or not be in stress and be healthy or not be healthy. I love you. I appreciate you. We'll come at you live again next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.